0: bag as It's Will here. Uh, this is an episode I recorded with Justin Hamilton back in May when I was on my flying visit to Australia. Uh, so, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, uh, if you love Justin, and why wouldn't you, uh, and you know someone in Edinburgh or you're going to be in Edinburgh for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, uh, make sure you go and check out his show. Um, please spread the word. Um, it's a fantastic show. I've seen it myself. And... Uh, you know, the, the more support he can get in uh, such a big and uh, difficult festival, the the better. So uh, please support his show. I'll also be in Edinburgh doing uh, some set list shows and some prompter shows. Uh, I'll be there between the 8th and the 18th of August. I'm going to be in town. So check my Twitter and my Facebook and stuff for updates of which shows I'm doing exactly. But I think I've got four set lists and four prompter and a a bunch of little late night gigs and I'll probably be doing some other things as well. So like I said, check out the the Twitter or the Facebook. Uh, speaking of uh, plugging things, firstly, there's a new tofop t-shirt on sale, the We're Back, We're Bad, uh, You're Black, I'm Mad t-shirt. Some of the sizes have already sold out, but uh, getting quick on that. Um, if you are Australian, uh, make sure you put the uh, code Lethal Charlie uh, so you get the uh, discounted shipping. Uh, Lethal Charlie is the code for the discounted uh, shipping if you are ordering those t shirts from Australia. And if you are in Montreal or if you know someone who is in Montreal, uh, I'm going to be doing a bunch of shows. Sunday, July 20, uh, I'm doing the Midnight Surprise show. Uh, Monday, July 21 through Friday, July 25, I'm hosting the Stand Up Down Under show at the montreal improv uh i think that uh wednesday july 23 i'm doing the uh green room with paul provenza that show and um uh the big one this is the big one saturday july 26 at the montreal improv at nine o'clock uh, I am doing my show Illuminati, So uh, that's the one. If you are going to go to see any show, if you're going to send people to see any show, my solo show Willuminati on Saturday the 26th uh, at nine o'clock. I would love if you could send people along to that. That would be absolutely brilliant. All right. Um, I'll get out your way. Enjoy the new episode. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, as usual, if you like it, uh, you know, tweet Justin, tell him that you liked it. Um, you know, rate it on iTunes or wherever you listen to it, uh, get the the podcast out to as many people as possible. So uh, thanks very much for listening as usual, and uh, hope you enjoy today's episode. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fop I'm Will Anderson and our guest Charlie Clawson, Justin Hamilton is here, Justin. Let's start with a sombre uh, moment. Yes. We were pausing to uh, remember a friend of yours off air, which we won't go into, but yeah. a friend of yours. And we were talking about funeral stories and we were talking about you know, his funeral and you, you were talking to me about that. And then we
1: started to talk about your funeral. Yes. And
0: so we thought, oh, fuck it. Let's turn on the microphones.
1: <laughs> Put on the cure, people. Shit is about to get 1986. <laughs> yeah. Welcome
0: to my emo cast. <laughs>
1: Oh, the man. cut cast <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I realised that I actually don't have a will and uh, You got me buddy I was waiting <laughs> But I need one with a double L right. a, as well A last will With another uh, double L And so and testament Exactly uh,
0: I, am, I signed uh, Fifi Box's will I'm a oh, signature you really? on her will Right Yep, yep
1: why, what, why?
0: Uh, she was just at work and I happened to be in the same building but right. she always brings it up yeah <laughs> as if like, as, like cause I think, it's a sacred bond I don't know what like I don't think I have any responsibilities I don't think that when no. she dies and by the way she probably won't die before I die because we're about the same age and she looks after herself and she's a woman so she will technically probably live longer than me so this is probably not an issue anyway but if she died <laughs> I don't have to like find a father for a kid or something right.
1: right I don't think so are you sure
0: well I, I mean I didn't really look at it
1: no I just signed it, but the amount of things you sign without ever looking. Ah, oh, it's too many clauses now. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like I should. So- I should
0: get someone to look at this.
1: Yeah, no. But then that takes time as well because then they've got, to, they've got to find a few hours in the day to read all of it. Remember that they blanked out two-thirds of the way through because it was uh, so well, fucking dumb. Well, there was an dull.
0: interesting article about like the idea of how much time you would actually have to take out of your schedule to read all the terms and conditions of the things that we routinely sign up to the terms and conditions of. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Right, like it's literally like you could study it as like a university course like the iTunes terms right. and conditions
1: <laughs> did you see that article where the guy wrote the provocative subject heading and then underneath he just said don't write any comments if you've read this because this is all that's here and if you write any responses you'll look like a fucking idiot and then underneath there were all these responses just to the headline <laughs> people extrapolating <laughs> I mean internet commenters like did you see that Patton Oswalt thing where he was yeah.
0: apologizing for tweets he hadn't,
1: <laughs> he hadn't and made. then just
0: seeing if and then <laughs> sell on magazine got like so like just started defending people who have opinions like like unthought-out opinions on the internet as if they were the victims of this <laughs> yes. like like. It's like come on he's a comedian making a point he's making a point about the the culture of incident outrage about things that people haven't thought through like yeah. it's a it's a clear comment it's a very smart way to make that comment it's a piece of public art you know i I find him so interesting when he does that. Like, I mean, I think Patton's very interesting anyway, but yeah. I love that part of what he does, that sort of... He's a glitch in our matrix. Like, we all have agreed to this weird system where the richer gets and richer and the poorer getting poorer and we're all getting fucked and the planet's going to explode and not, we all just seem to be going along with it. Yeah. Like, oh, no, you know, it, it's good to have everything on my phone. Maybe I should just, like, hook myself into a computer. Like, we're just... It's all just happening. Like, yeah before our eyes yeah and well, then
1: you have these fucking glitch in the matrix people who just like can think outside of the box right i love it and he is definitely one and that was fucking i, I actually think you hit on something there I, I think that is legitimate twitter art and right. that sounds really wanky and i don't want it to be a hashtag no, but, but it's, it is it's,
0: but it's using the form yeah to do something different and interesting like even to think that through because he gives you the ingredients and people put together the hatred in their own mind. Mm. So, who's the prejudiced one? Yeah. Like, you know, it really provokes that idea of if I give you these ingredients, where does your brain go? It's like a psychological test almost. Mm. And your brain goes to, I think that I think the worst of that person, so I'm going to assume it was terrible. Yeah. I'm not going to read the context. I'm not going to do any further in- investigation because if you looked at <coughs> one tweet one way or the other, yeah. you would have seen that it was clearly like, you know what it was. Yeah. So, you're accessing people who would rather write a letter of outrage based on something they haven't seen. Yeah. than they would do any further research to see what is going on. And then discuss whether it's a legitimate, you know, piece of art or piece of comedy or not. Fine. Yeah. But understand it first. Yeah. And understand what the target of it is. That target of instant outrage. Mm. This idea that people will never have any great people anymore because... Like, we're so willing to tear people down for little things. We've yeah. got to look at everyone's body of work. Yeah. If somebody who is a lovely person says one thing that was ill-considered or their heart wasn't in it, but they it came out wrong or, yeah. or even they have a learning moment in their life, but you know they're a good person who's legitimately learned from that moment, then
1: mm. well, let's cut them a fucking break and concentrate our energy on the terrible people. Right. Yeah, there was a, you know, the really good example of that was, I uh, forget what it was Quite about and and I'm not defending the tweet, but uh, Stephen King tweeted something that was uh, I think kind of borderline sexist, and he really got slammed for it. And then he kind of wrote, "Sorry, I'm new to this. Uh, forgive me." And uh, his son kind of came in and had to kind of very nicely in a couple of tweets defend his father as well. But that yeah, was to I me. Notice it was his son though, not his daughter. Oh so. my god! I don't follow the daughter. Am I? No, well, that's what. So, no,
0: what I'm saying is, like, you know, I mean, he's sexist, and the son right. comes to his defense because the,
1: yeah. the daughter's in the kitchen. You know what I mean, Stephen? Oh. Am I right? High five. Oh no, that would kill me about Stephen King. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's sexist. <laughs> but that, I thought that was a prime example of someone who doesn't really know uh, tweeting before thinking. You know that kind of thing, right? Give someone a fucking break.
0: Yeah, like if it, if it, if there's a pattern, excuse the pun, but if there is a pattern, then sure. But yeah. Like, you've got to take someone's... The context of who that person is into the things that they're saying or you're not thinking about the things that they're saying. I find this all the time when I'm interviewing people and stuff on the television show. Sometimes people get angry that I don't... Like, when someone says something so outrageous that sometimes I'll just make a joke off the back of it or leave it hanging or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you know that it's so outrageous, I don't need to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. say something in the times when it's still ambiguous about how people should feel. But if somebody says like somebody can say everything they need to be uh, say and everything that anyone else needs to hear by saying the exact opposite words hearing someone defend something and you at home going well that's the complete opposite of what is true the job's done yeah i don't actually need to correct that because we're not broadcasting something as a documentary we endorse all of this and everything is we're letting you make your own conclusions from the from the evidence
1: yeah 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 yeah, no, 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 I agree with that. You see that in uh, popular culture as well. Like it's uh, with you might find this interesting, and we haven't talked about it actually. Is uh, some of the reactions I've been getting after I posted the trailer for Interstellar? Ah, uh-huh. What so tell me. So, I've, I've had, seen
0: the trailer, uh, which
1: I I enjoyed. Oh yeah, I was into it. I was so into everything about it, and I uh, I saw an interesting. Actually, this is a. Uh, a sideline, but I read an interesting article. On I hope culture. there's already a
0: porn parody, by the way, which is called Interstellar, and there's a girl called like in it,
1: she's got a speech bubble, and it says, "I'm Stella." Oh my god! Yeah, some guy in abs wearing a cowboy hat, looking Mc- like McConaughey, but from like eight years ago. Yeah, and he's got like his <laughs> cock in a lasso. Yeah, and
0: his speech bubble says, "Alright, alright, alright." Yeah, it definitely yeah. says that. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely says, and that. then her other speech bubble says, "I hope you don't have AIDS, like in that movie." Oh my god! <laughs>
1: yeah. There's a lot of speech bubbles. <laughs> yeah, well, it sells a movie, right? Yep. right? You're gonna, you're gonna get your audience. Yep. Uh, so there's been a few people that everyone seems to have universally loved it, but. I've had people... They're not speech bubbles, they're cum bubbles. Oh, my God. And they come out, but they have the words in them because... So so then you can get... When you get it on DVD, there'll be a special edition that's uh, got a bubbly cover that's... uh... (laughs) Funnily enough, it doesn't sell too well. (laughs) going to be up there with the E.T. Ataris that they find buried in landfill 30 years from now. I oh, remember when they made that terrible mistake. <laughs> what What? Um, I don't remember the E.T. Ataris. Oh, right. There was this uh, game that was considered made by Atari back in 84 uh, or something that was an E.T. game that was considered to be so horrific. There was this myth about it millions of cartridges being buried somewhere out in the desert. How could
0: they fuck up an E.T. game? Well,
1: anyway, it was, well, I don't know. It was a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> they just, anyway. Was it just like an hour and a half of him trying to phone home? Yeah, it was a dial game. <laughs> That's all it was. And so, and because it was hard to move the joystick. <laughs> right. And plus you had to pay the charges if you got through. <laughs> yeah. And those, I mean, that is long distance back in the day. Oh, my Lord. So much money, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, they found the pit. They found the cartridges. Oh, they found them. Yeah, they existed. It wasn't a myth. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, is a, that is a modern day myth being exploded. <laughs> All right, Mythbuster. <laughs> that's cool,
0: though. That, that is cool.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, how would you explain that in the future? That's. Right. That's like my thongs I lost in the mud at Splendor in the grass.
1: And you found them again?
0: No, they are now <laughs> down in the lake, the paddock at Splendour in the Grass. And it was so muddy that year that people were losing shoes all over the place. Oh, right, yeah. And I know that in the future, archaeologists will find that. And oh, that there's, yes. there's this layer of shoes and thongs. And... they'll
1: think some massacre of uh, yeah, what happened? younger people happened here. What happened here? Yeah.
0: And that was just muddy at Splendour in the Grass in the mosh pit. Yeah.
1: I wonder if there's lots of things that could be explained that way. Maybe the Siege of Troy was just a party that got out of control. And they oh, mate, brought, great th- party. Blew, blew the foundations. <laughs> great party. I think we'll, I think we'll make history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is awesome I've got this new thing called gunpowder let's see what it does booyah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so which brings us back to death um, yeah. so we
1: were talking about your
0: funeral and the fact that you don't have a will
1: yeah I don't have a will yeah. and it's uh, there's this thing where I'm pretty much convinced that if you just don't write one then you won't die yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's given in
0: I mean yeah
1: I, I mean I think I have
0: one I think I do yeah I had one, so I I assume I still have one. I I
1: assume I still have that one. I'm thinking of getting a timer attached to my heart and bombs attached to all of my stuff, so when my ticket goes off, everything I own just goes with me. (laughs) All I'm saying is if you know I'm not well, don't come and hang over my place.
0: (laughs) Like, what of your stuff do you feel like you don't want to leave with the world? I'll be honest. I'm I'm looking right at it.
1: I'm in your house. I've got one on you. (laughs) I'm taking you with me. It's in your best fucking interest, buddy. Look after this fella. Oh, man. I was going to get so much sympathy in the six months after you died. That's why I'm taking you with me. That was going to be a great time
0: for me. I never get routes. more attention. People would pay me so much attention. They'd be like, oh, I'm so Look, sorry.
1: Next time you're asleep, I'll re rig it so you just get horribly injured. No. All right, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have like six weeks? <laughs> Can it happen six weeks later? All right, you got six weeks. Yeah. You got six weeks to live it up. This is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, this is your breakthrough movie that yeah. we pitch. Oh, my God, someone's making my movie that I used to pitch to everybody. Hang on, which one? The,
0: well, so, you know how I used to have that idea about the guy who finds – the terrible person who hates everyone, who, who then um, finds out that he is dying. Oh, no, he's a good person who, um, who's always been good. Sorry, this was the movie. He's a good person who's always been good and then he finds out that he's dying. And so he goes around and just fucking wreaks vengeance on all the people who've like, you know, done bad things by him. It's a comedy. It's like, he does it in a funny way, but he like like, yeah. and then he finds out he's not dying and then he has to try to, you know, oh, right. repair the relationships. Oh, like so th- who's doing that? Not, well, so there's, it's not exactly that, but there's a the new Robin Williams film is, it, that kind of has that premise of like, oh, he's, a right. ter- well, it has the, he's a terrible guy who finds out he's going to die and then tries to make everything nice. But
1: it's a close enough that I can never do right. my movie now. Hang on, no, but he's doing it the other way around.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of close enough. It would seem like, I don't know, it feels like... But he's a
1: terrible person being happy. You're, doing a, you're going to flip it and do the happy Yeah, thing but like then terrible. I'm going to
0: have to do it again. I know, but it still feels like it's a bit too close, doesn't it? Because uh, they both find out they're going to die and then they change the way that... Right. Like it's still essentially the same film. You're
1: going to have to hold on to it for another 10 years <laughs> and then do a reboot of it with your idea implanted on it where the purists will get angry because it's not quite like the original but some people will be saying this is actually much better. This was the original idea.
0: Yeah. Like The Raid 2. Because The Raid 2 was the movie that he wanted to make for The Raid 1. Right. And um, But he couldn't afford to make The right. Raid 1. So he wrote this other movie that was cheap enough to make which becomes... The raid, yeah, right, the one that got released, and then the raid two like starts like five minutes after. Oh, right, like so it's essentially
1: just like I didn't know he that. got
0: the budget for the second one and then just made the movie he really kind of originally wanted to make.
1: Oh, that is
0: awesome. Yeah. So that's what I'll do. Except I'll let Robin <laughs> Williams raise the bar. It's not quite a perfect analogy. Oh my lord. So uh, um, so anyway, you said that um, you were going to curate your own funeral.
1: Oh yeah, curate the shit out of it. So what would it uh, what would it look like if you? It would definitely be at least thirty seven of my favorite David Bowie songs. Right, because <laughs> it will get exciting as you get closer to number one. I'd allow betting at my funeral. <laughs> I would. I'd be quite happy if people uh, found some songs and to, some coin.
0: But we have to listen to all thirty seven David Bowie songs. Look, it's my last wish. But like, what we just have to sit there or something? Yeah. In the- where, what, where are we at? Oh, uh, St. Paul's Church Cathedral. Ocean.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. No, I wouldn't do that. No, no. I, no, no seriously. No, but I would... Uh, but <laughs> there'll, seriously. Definitely, there'll definitely be some Bowie. Yeah. I can say that much. Yeah. But also, uh, I would probably... This I'm going to be... play the
0: Wallflowers. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to arrange this, then I'm just going to get everything slightly wrong.
1: Yes. <laughs> So, okay, well, this is perfect. This is one that will be great to get slightly wrong yeah. is because I would like to, and it would be a big thing to ask of someone, but have that person be the person who would host the funeral. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Right? Who? Right, well, you know, maybe like a limo would be good. Yeah. You know, you feel like good country stock, he'll just be in there and, yeah. you know, he'll be he'll have the right amount of uh, sadness, but he'll be able to crack a joke and just be Uncle Limo at some yeah. point.
0: I'm going to get James Broshaw. Yes. <laughs> That's what you always wonder.
1: <laughs> JB. JB. He doesn't even get introduced as Jay's sure Just uh...
0: JB. I'm going to get JB from the Footy Show to host it. The Man, who thought I'm going to get uh, Bob Dylan's son Jacob's band, <laughs> The Wallflowers, because you love David Bowie? Yep,
1: perfect. <laughs> 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 And uh, I'm going to have uh, some female pallbearers. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so some people I really, you know, like and respect. I would ask Cal Wilson. Yeah, but who are you going to get?
0: I, I mean, I'm just like. Well, my thing. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about women having to pick you up and carry you. Isn't that misogynist? What? That you think women have to carry you around? It's not
1: all women.
0: Oh, oh you just an, want some. Some women. No, oh, no, that's fine. Man. That's okay. a, that's a quality. Oh, no, well, I know. Well, I'm mistaken. Sorry. So uh, hang so on. Who you that? want? You want Kel Wilson? Yeah. Okay. So we need someone who's short uh, and funny. So I am going to get you uh, oh, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Rebel Wilson. Yeah. She'd be wrapped. I know you've always loved her. Yep. And uh, that's like, you know, then the funeral wouldn't be about you anymore, which is nice.
1: That would be perfect. I accidentally flied her twice and made her really angry, and I do regret flying her twice. It was in the middle of a flying frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> it was more you're flying, and then before you realise who you're actually talking to, and she was not impressed. That's fair enough. I would, I no, nah, I'd be fine. I'm a very different person, anyway, uh, and. Who can? Uh, Who else? What, well, what else? Do you so know? we got music. We got, got Paul Rebel Bearers, Wilson. We got in Barra, MC. We got JB um, MC yeah. in the place. Well, what about? We got Jacob Dylan's The Wallflowers playing. Yeah. What about? I'll get my mum to say something.
0: Oh yeah. No. Well, I mean, I think it would be unfair of me to like. I mean, your mum raised you. Yeah. So I'll get your dad in. Yeah, that'd be
1: perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be perfect. Make sure you pay him a lot. <laughs> I want him to get the premium dollar. <laughs> it should be a fairly high pricey gig, right? <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, run you through some words.
0: Whatever yep. is, whatever's on his mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, I reckon that's uh, maybe someone to talk from my basketball days. Maybe get Brett Wheeler to talk some basketball yeah i mean
0: well i think that's 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 actually a really good idea yeah um in fact uh i'll do you one better yeah yeah i will get you um uh, i will get you uh i will oh uh, here's who i'll get you uh
1: (laughs) who will you get me (laughs) i will get you get in there big fella (laughs) dig in you'll be right. <laughs> I can't
0: quite work out what the <laughs> thing I should be going for is like should I be going for a ter- another I, terrible basketball or no, should I be going for like a different sp- don't like, get me wrong I knew that you were spoiled
1: for choice then. Yeah I didn't quite know yeah. what direction I should it's be like. It's like, like do you want to win $100 $105 yeah. or $110 like, one of them will get taxed a little bit more. And we're getting more. towards the end yeah. of
0: like the things and I was like I don't want to go out with a bad one. No not at all. I don't uh, think so you could do a bad one. Brett Wheeler is like so he's really tall 6 foot 10 basketballer, and uh, you Played basketball with him Won two championships And uh, So I'm going to get you our Warren Treadrake Oh Warren Treadrake yeah, Former Port Adelaide Premiership Captain Warren Treadright. Perfect Perfect so, Big Port fan Big Port <laughs> 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 Treaders So I'm going to get Treaders That's a that's a kick to the calf On your way out isn't it yeah, Four or five time All Australian uh, Yeah no doing your, Saying a few words about you
1: Yeah that'd be sweet About
0: your basketball days In Adelaide
1: Yep He'd Perfect. Be a, he'd be across it. Yeah, he'd definitely be across it. Well, I think that's everything covered, really. Yeah, don't you? I can't wait. Can't think, and uh, I, I want to be. Uh, I won't be there, by the way. Sorry. No. Well, the funnily enough, it's... I'm going to get to Dave thought. <laughs> 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 You're right. That'd be good. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Dono. I was wasn't being mean. And. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I'm thinking for the rest of the seats, it's going to be a lottery, so you don't know if you get to go or not. Like just the, the night before, we pick numbers.
0: Yeah, um, uh, that's a yeah, that's a really good idea, actually.
1: Yeah, so then you know who knows who will be there. Like some of my closest friends might not be there. Uh, but well, some peripheral actually, people I know might be get honest, front row. Uh, here's the problem:
0: um, on your, the second night of your funeral. That's fine. We can have whoever you want in. We can do a lottery, but on the first night, just because of getting the venue, um, I uh, there's look. It's just it's half press, yeah, and half like my reviewers, yeah, and um, and it's uh, half bucks and hens nights. Oh right, yeah. So,
1: well, But
0: you yeah, know, I'm sure they'll love it. I mean, they love JB so. Well, I'll be able to get through Rebel the... Wilson. I'd be happy happy to meet Rebel Wilson, without a doubt. Treaders, I'm sure some of them are pork
1: fans, so without a doubt. You did say uh, Bucks and Hens night, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. There'll be some fans.
0: Yeah, that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a great funeral <laughs> for someone. <laughs> for someone. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. <laughs> dot 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 for someone. Mystery
0: funerals. We should open a business called Mystery Funerals. They're like mystery flights. It's for oh, someone yeah. who doesn't really want to plan their own funeral but would like to have something fun. Yeah. So we just plan a mystery funeral.
1: Like, the, uh, like one of them, it's the mystery of how they died. <laughs> the murder mystery. The murder mystery.
0: In fact, he was alive when he came in. That's the twist.
1: Uh, he pops out of the coffin. This is
0: just how we cover up food poisoning. What?
1: <laughs> a fast Funeral. Yeah, fast funerals. Fast funerals. Yeah. I reckon there's some coin in that. I reckon there is some coin in that. And Mm. give them a broad range of things like an Egyptian funeral or a a Wild West funeral or a a Six Feet Under funeral. Imagine that. That would be, mate. That would be good. Yeah. I think themed funerals. I would happily
0: have a themed funeral. I know that people want to celebrate your life and remember you fondly and whatever, but I'd rather them have a good time. Yeah. I mean, no, nothing inappropriate. I don't want to have to... You don't want, to be you like don't want the, a table dance? I don't want it to be like the Melbourne National Comedy Festival at closing night party, which always end, seems to end in some storm of sexism or racism. <laughs> it's Bollywood. Hang on. People in blackface? I know it's a comedy festival, but you know that we can't do that, right? Um, <laughs> so I don't want it to be an awkward thing. Well, maybe I do. Maybe yeah. that's what I do. Maybe that's your thing. Yeah, come as your favourite dead person.
1: And if no one turns up, as you, he was he's like, "Oh, thank God, I don't have to get a costume." Good on you for costume. Oh, it was there costume? <laughs> Is how the conversation will go. He's like, "I just
0: heard there was free finger food." I said, There'll be free finger food definitely at my funeral.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. will yeah, be free fingering. Uh, there'll be a free fingering booth, and there'll, there'll be, be a free
0: finger booth, and uh, powder finger will be paying for free. Yep,
1: yeah, and there'll be jelly donuts. 'Cause you like jelly donuts? Yes. There'll be stacks of them. Like there will be stacks. Oh yeah. yeah. There'll be cream all over your coffin. <laughs> not a euphemism. <laughs> I think that was
0: a, I think that was the tagline from Interstellar too. Yeah, not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be cream all over your coffin.
1: Here she goes again. <laughs> oh. oh, so what did you think of the trailer? Um, yeah, I enjoyed it Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. into all of it And um, so, oh, this is why I was telling you about that Vulture Someone wrote an article about it complaining that it, they, they And it was literally, oh, you know what he's done He's only shown us like the first 40 minutes of the movie Like, what the fuck's going on with that? And it's like, yeah, that's awesome Like, if he's only showing us a third of the film, that's great Because then we get to go and see the film rather than these trailers that we go and see, and you're you're piecing the movie together before it's even happened. I don't know
0: if this is true, so I think the podcast is a perfect place to repeat it.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I believe that Christopher Nolan has a rule where in his trailers he never shows anything from the last third of the film. Yeah,
1: there's a bit. There's a bit of Dark Knight Rises, like the fighting on the staircase, but that was about it. That might not have even been in the last third. There's still a lot to go after. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, but there yeah. yeah. Still no, no, one no. One no. One, yeah. Like, you know, but, oh, yeah. You still have. But the, yeah,
0: but, but I, yeah, I don't even know if that is true. It might be the last. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, like quarter or whatever. But like, I think that's always a good idea.
1: Yeah, and it's awesome. And I. But would also, I mean, it's not like,
0: like if you make a good movie, knowing the first like forty minutes of the plot shouldn't matter. It should be about how the characters are developed and how right. the, like, you know, the, the plot is set up and whether you're enjoying that happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And also, uh, it's like, I just watched that. I've watched it heaps. <laughs>
0: and also, by the heaps. way,
1: don't watch it if you
0: don't want to watch the, Oh, like, yeah. Like, like, I've watched all the X-Men trailers. I yeah. think I've probably seen at least, like, 75% of that film. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And can imagine the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but... I'll go and see the movies too. I knew what I was getting myself in for. I right. was like, fine. In fact, I'll enjoy when I see those bits in the movie because that's yeah. that sort of movie for me where I'll go, oh, that's the bit from the trailer. Oh, yeah. when Wolverine's claws come out and they're, oh yeah, because it's back in time. Yeah. And like,
1: I'll enjoy those moments. I'll, yeah, I'll be yeah. into that. Yeah. Um, but, I uh, Have you got any theories on anything from the trailer?
0: Well, I mean... Theories on.
1: Uh, I've just have what a. What do you mean? What, I just have a theory. A well, I, I I do have a particular theory, which is, uh, uh, McConaughey's little girl, which you've already seen that emotional connection with from the trailer, the way he talks to her, and she, he's the one that he promises that he's going to come back. And I reckon that scene of Jessica Chastain with the jacket on, I reckon that's that little girl grown up.
0: Interesting.
1: I'm just I'm just taking a guess. Looking at that little girl, and then looking at her, and being on Earth and wearing that jacket, Interesting. And, and maybe uh, Casey Affleck is the the boy grown up.
0: Yeah, maybe. I, I look, I mean, I I've watched it heaps. <laughs> I would like. I I've not even. <laughs> I've not written fan
1: fiction about it yet. Obviously, I'm not you've, far. Done, obviously you've done a couple of pieces. So. <laughs> look, just performance pieces. <laughs> Never to be done again. <laughs> but yeah, I was so into it. And, I, and it was like uh, people were saying, oh, I'm a bit worried because I really enjoyed the trailer for Prometheus. And I have to point out, look, I, I had high hopes for Prometheus, but we have to remember Ridley Scott has not made a great movie in a very long time. And Christopher Nolan has done nothing but give us excellence. So why not live in a world where you watch that and think, wow, that might be up to Christopher Nolan standard and tickety tick yeah I don't know why people have any
0: thought that Christopher Nolan won't make something that's awesome yeah like how many awesome things do you have to make before people assume that it's going to be awesome right I'm going to assume it's going to be awesome until I see any evidence to the contrary
1: yeah i saw someone in an i uh, read someone in an article who made the the bon mot that uh oh, i remember when we all thought that inception was going to be a kind of movie we'd be talking about in the future and i was like yeah yeah i, I do because i'm like, still talking right now, about it you're talking about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i enjoyed the article but that bit just kind of stood out to me and it's like well th- yep that's done its job
0: I have an Inception – We like, you know, we always make Inception jokes, but I there was quite a lot of Inception material around the
1: festival this year. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: it's, I think it's really stable with people.
1: Yeah. Or at least the yeah. concept of, you know – Well, it's like the Matrix. It's, it's become that right. kind of term, you know, yeah. where you could say something after the first Matrix. It became uh, popular in the lexicon to just right. say, you know, oh, man, I just feel like I got out of the Matrix. And now it's like, so you do something and you go, oh, man, I just had an Inception moment.
0: Uh, there was an article in the paper today about – uh, th- a machine they've got that they think can you know show your dreams right so they're using it as like therapy and stuff at the moment for people with trauma and you know that sort of thing but eventually right. the idea is that you could put this contraption on and you know you know take your dreams or you know people could watch your dreams or Do whatever
1: it, it, now, I don't want to sound like a fuddy-duddy in uh, dreamthology, but is that something that we really want? Well, that's I mean that's the question that I ask you, is it? Yeah. What's the upside? Yeah. You... I mean, I'm curious. Like, but, but the part of the magic of dreams is not being able to quite remember it. I'm not sure that we're meant to see our dreams. No. I mean,
0: maybe that sounds like a funny day thing to say. Maybe when people listen to this in the future, listen to the arrogance of me—the idea yeah. that
1: people will listen to this in the future—but um, you never know. Someone might be dial switching on the cloud, right?
0: So uh, I think that that yeah, maybe that would be a really naive thing to say. Maybe people are like, no, 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 it's cool, when we're all mm. into it. It's
1: fine, but but it might change the nature of dreaming. I mean, maybe it'll cha-
0: maybe it'll, ta- but maybe it would be the opposite. Maybe if we understood our dreams like our we would see into our very souls Mm -hmm. and we might realize what's actually important in life Mm. you know we might actually get out of this whole bullshit Mm. like you know thing that we all seem to be doing and we might access oh right this is actually what we really think yeah we might recognize that oh and you know what people might love their dreams and want to spend more time in their dreams than they do i mean i can imagine people having dreams or like you know setting up places where you know you can go and like take mushrooms before or um you know, like eat cheese or like whatever, yeah. <laughs> but they'll like have all these perfect dream conditions where you can get fucked up and go into your dreams and stuff, yeah. and you can
1: watch your dreams back later. And but that's what I mean. It would uh, it might fundamentally change the uh, the way that dreaming is done because it's got it would a, become more lucid dreaming because right. people would go into it with to, goals. Yep, yep. Like, how difficult would it be? To be set up to one of those machines, and as you're falling asleep, try and blank your mind. Right. Of course, you're going to go to something, and it could be good or bad. Right.
0: And do we want to record that? Do we want to show other people that? Do we want to see what's inside? Because then, do people start to use it to profile people? That you do look at people's dreams and identify. Yeah, something that's been used in
1: court. He's got a record of. uh, What if you're like dreaming
0: about, like you know having sex with someone that you shouldn't be dreaming about like will your partner get upset even though you can't do anything about
1: right but maybe things are more open because of that because everything's out in the open right oh my god we have just come up with something that if we could turn it into something else would be awesome (laughs) a book a movie a short story a flip book whatever
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things we don't need. There's a lot of the time yeah. I look around at stuff and I go, why are we fucking around with this? Yeah. Like there's some shit. I mean, I understand medical science and I'm very, like in, in a general sense, supportive of, you know, technology and, you know, medical science and research done to better humanity and all that sort of thing. Um, but there's some shit we seem to be mucking around with that I'm like, I'm not sure, I, I'm not sure we should know how to do this because – not everyone has the good intentions that the people working on this thing seem to have. Right. You know, like sometimes I think that... fuck. I, okay, here's what... Sometimes I just think, why are we opening this? Because once we open it, we can never, you know, put the lid back on. And maybe that's what people have thought about technology at every... I, I, I wrestle with this a lot. Like, because I do, I'm so worried about what's going on. Like, I do think we're giving over too much info. People who listen to this podcast, it's become the ravings of a fucking madman. But I'm enjoying like, it,
1: though. But I, no, but I, enjoy, I
0: agree. This theme has come up quite a lot of late, because I do think that we're just putting so much of our information on the internet. That latest, you know, the heartworm virus or whatever it was, and oh, yeah. the Herbie the love bug or whatever yeah. it was called, and
1: you were meant to change your fucking passwords. Did you change your passwords? Yeah. Uh, i reckon i well from the ones that i can remember to change right like there's some things that i forget i had my credit card stolen i, I last year it's just
0: i had so much time where i didn't have health insurance because i'm overseas all the time and they sent a letter to my fucking house because someone stole my credit card and i forgot it was on like regular pay on my credit like oh, you know right, yeah because you got so much shit going on
1: yeah yeah, yeah, it's and uh, we do we, we we sign away this stuff, uh, and we put all this information on the internet, like all our details. Yeah, do you ever get? Do you ever have those moments of uh, mild freak out with the adverts that come up on Facebook, and you just go, "Man, I was only talking to someone about this subject." Oh, a couple of emails pops, ago, yeah. oh look, here's an advert for it. Why oh, I can buy uh, the Power Station album? Oh, mate, well. Some, the worst one for me not the worst one but the
0: interesting one for me is during like the comedy festival and stuff because you know Token has a whole bunch yeah. of advertising anytime I'm sending emails I get ads for my own shows <laughs> because, <laughs> because my because keywords other... are my keywords Words. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like oh well I suppose that could be yeah. worse but
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. I'm paying for me to see this though. Yeah. yeah. Every time I log on, I keep paying in so many different ways. Right.
0: My manager's like, he's getting a lot of downloads. Yeah, from me. Yeah. Sending my ordinary emails. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about, tra- I've been trying to change. I've been trying to change. Ah, well, that's good. That's commendable. I've been trying to change my email. Um, I've had the same email since the internet was connected. Yeah, same here. And, like, it's with a server um, that, um, I won't say who they are, but they cannot be serious. Wink. Right. Uh, So. um,
1: Yahoo. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) World's worst game show.
1: I uh, (laughs) You're through to the next round. <laughs> nothing makes sense on that show.
0: <laughs> Welcome
1: to the show where nothing makes sense. <laughs> Good night. Here's our first contestant. <laughs> Go straight to number three. <laughs> the contestant asks questions about the host. <laughs> Contestant throws to Contestant 2. <laughs> and we start the game. <laughs> we never meet the first guy. Um, Yahoo's
0: terrible for being hacked. Like, you know, I send my friends spam email all the time. I hate it so much. Yeah. It embarrasses me, so I'm going to get rid of it. But
1: it means that I just have to do that.
0: And that's a it, pain in the ass.
1: It is a pain in the ass, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I have been so close to doing it a couple of times now. And I'm not sure... Why I think it's that big a deal. I'm not quite certain. I do
0: so many things terribly for years based on that they're a little bit hard. Mm. Like, for example, I've had a bank account with St. George Bank that I don't, all my, I've had my mortgage for like, I guess, eight or nine years, right? Mm. And so that whole time, the best thing to do basically when you have a mortgage is have all your accounts with the same. You know, bank, mm-hmm. right? You can get more competitive rates and all those sort of things and whatever, right? So, my, all my my business account and my personal account and all that thing is through that bank, but my credit card is through St George for no reason other than when I first got a credit card, it was through St George, and I've never been bothered closing that account and starting a new one at the bank I've had for nine fucking years. <laughs> I'm terrible at life. I would die without ever having done that. They'll be like, "Why did you have this?" Because he. Because he had it. Because he had he it. He thought it'd be hard to change. He oh, is. I can relate to that. I, 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 I'm thinking about just taking a week off to fix everything that I've been meaning to fix for years. A week? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> every, no, <that> was a- <laughs> one week every two
1: weeks. <laughs> for as long as it takes. <laughs> as God was <is> my witness. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy on the left... fifty (laughs) bucks. The debt is repaid. (laughs) (sighs) Uh,
0: Yes. Um, But yeah, so I haven't changed it, and no, this whole having a US like life and an Australian life, it means I've got to double the amount of bills and things to log into and credit card because some things need to be on my credit american credit card and some things oh it's it's i mean you know it's first world
1: complaint but yeah but we're living in the first world yeah okay good like if you were sitting there saying every time i try to use my bank it gets annexed by fucking russia you could say oh well second world problems (laughs) (laughs) my my bank keeps getting overturned by fucking pirates oh well third world problems (laughs) right yeah, yeah. I can't get a new credit card because uh,
0: the problem is that I have to walk to a well for four hours every day oh. and then bring back clean water to
1: my village. Yep, that's a uh, third world problems. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there problem. is there is a, there is a thing where uh, it's almost um, you can't say something genuinely mildly bad without having someone kind of cut you down for it because right. we've had we had the pendulum swing before where people were being over emotive and now all of that's been cut down to just be simply real can seem like too much and yeah. someone will go suki la la or, or, or hashtag whatevs or
0: you know. I'm, yeah it's like it's one of those things that we need to understand perspective but at the same time i think part of this not valuing the way of life that we have comes from you know it's I think that we do have to appreciate that you have the right to complain. Mm, yeah. And but you just need to know what the appropriate level of that is. Yeah. Your life is important to you. Yeah. And things that and this is the thing that the government don't seem to understand with this budget is mm. like I know for you you are saying well we all have to have a little bit of pain, you know, to get the economy back on track, right? Now I don't buy that premise 100%, but I do think that the last government, as usual, was very wasteful and there's probably fat to be trimmed and blah, 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 blah. Mm. My issue is less the idea that we have to pay back the money uh, and more who they're paying it back from. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, And to be honest, as a taxpayer, I don't mind paying money if I feel like... The people who are meant to be getting that money the whole idea of a progressive taxation system is yeah that you know the it's going to the safety right places. net for the poor and it yeah. goes into society and infrastructure and yeah. you know building and looking after the most vulnerable and yeah. all those sort of things so i don't like you know i don't have an issue with that right um but so they they fiddle around with that and they talk about it like So for that first line message, you know, it's for the good of the country and we'll all have to take a bit of a bite. I'm willing to take my bite. Mm. Like I'm, you know, I'm in a tax bracket that, you know, I will, you know, be taxed a whole bunch of money, you know, this time yeah. but I'm totally happy to do that and willing to do that because to me as a percentage of the income that my life has in the my place that I'm in in the world it's not that big a sacrifice Yeah. but when you're putting the, the pinch on pensioners and on the unemployed like this idea that they're cutting people off the dole for six months if they're under 30 I think it is or whatever yeah. you won't get the dole for six months how do you live? yeah like not everyone can live with mummy and daddy, or like this though. how do they look for jobs yeah. if they have no money?
1: And you know what that leads to? That leads to instability of the mind, and that can lead to all sorts of places. It's a the long stress, term, but the it's the a long term that.
0: thing. You can like instead of giving people a safety net, which is the idea of the safety net, is they yeah. get you by until no one wants to be on the dial. Yeah,
1: like it, and 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 by the and oh, hang on. By the way, if. Everything, no matter what you do in this life, it is probably going to be corrupted, right? Right. So here's what you can actually do. If you put out something like the doll and there are a, a small percentage who have corrupted it, we can wear that. You know what we can't wear is putting that floor in the highest bracket where those people, if they just get their way through it, are the people who are winning, Because
0: the fact that like the fact that we're looking after the small percentage of people who actually um, flaunt the doll Mm. and the truth of it is the doll that like in some ways people who you might even consider flaunting the doll people who start off in the arts and stuff like that who might use it to supplement their income.
1: Hey some of of your favorite comedians.
0: Right. But it's an unofficial arts grant in that way. Yeah. It works better than people going away and getting those things, and none of those people wanted to stay on the dock. This not is at the all. thing that it teaches us. And each of those people, you, you know, is one are people who are p- paying a lot of tax and uh, you know contributing back in the way that they did. It's an important safety net, right? Mm. Um, but even like you know, for people who like you know, genuinely are in those, you're thinking about people's lives. Mm. Like you're not playing with numbers on a piece of paper. You're playing with people's lives.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know, it's, uh, it's, it's been mind-blowing just how bordering on Star Wars it is, <laughs> like, you know, it is, like, you honestly feel like you should hear the Imperial theme. I, I get that we need to, like, we've got an ageing population and yeah.
0: medicine is really expensive, yeah. but one of the most proud things about our rich and successful country has been that we have a minimum safety net when it comes to medicine, because, you, right. you know, it's not your fault if you get sick. And we need to have that there for people. Yeah. I think it's really fucking important. Yeah. And I was so proud of it. Why would you want to destroy something that we should be so fucking proud of? It makes no sense. I understand that we might need to find another way to pay for it. Yeah. But that's not the way. No. Because basically what you're doing is telling poor people not to come to hospital yeah like that's what you're doing and that's you're what they'll do you're taking the most already most advantage, the most poor and the most sick here's who we should pick on here's whose lives we should make worse the, the, the sick and poor yeah shut the fuck up here's what we should do and I know that, like, I've done gigs for these people, so I'm not, like, without my... But, like, you know, let's get Google and Apple and all those fucking companies to pay some tax in Australia first before we worry about fucking a handful of people who might be ripping off the dole or or going to the doctor's emergency room too much. Yeah. Let's fucking look at that. Let's look at how Rupert Murdoch had a tax loophole last year in Australia that I think 800... Fucking million million. dollars or something.
1: Yeah. Six or eight, something like that. Let's tighten that shit up. Yeah. And make sure... there's a whole lot of things saved, even if you only take half of it. Right. We'll give, give him his 300 million tax loophole. If that will give us another 3 million, uh, 300 million back.
0: I think they, there was an the article in the paper the other day the, about like the top 75 earners in Australia or something last year played less than 15% tax between mm. them or something ridiculous like that. Like, right. At the top, they're not paying the tax. Let's yeah. get them to pay their taxes. Yeah. Let's get them to pay their fair share. If we want people to pay for petrol, here's how we should get to pay for petrol. Fucking, like miners, instead of subsidising fuel in the mining industry so that they can make hideous profits which they send offshore digging up a resource that belongs to all of us, and co- corrupting the entire economy because no one can get an electrician like you know in anywhere because they're earning double working over in the mines. Yeah. So the economy might be strong in some parts, but it's completely unsustainable in others. So you get this horrible you know balance. Why don't you charge them a fucking few dollars? Yeah. Before you, think. Oh no, I should. Oh, it's just one less coffee. A day. No, it's not, you fucking idiot. Because you know what? They can't drive their car there anyway because they can't afford petrol. Yeah. Because you put that levy up. They can't afford smokes even to have one in the first place. Yeah. And then what? They've got to get to a job interview on a tram and then when they don't get that job, catch a tram somewhere. Like, like, it's... And if they want to look twice as hard for jobs, guess what? Well, that's one less coffee because you have to pay for all the extra public transport and like, what do I have to wear the same suit every day? How do I do this? Like, how do I get... Yeah, it's it, not a great life. It's not like even if you just took the doll, it's, it's such a small amount of money. The doll Yeah. that if you just took it, like your life is so terrible. Yeah, because it's the not reason terrible, they all, but it's hard. Well, you do. Yeah, I mean, it's, like you've got no money. Like you can't really do anything. Yeah,
1: self-esteem is very low, even if you don't think yeah. it is. I, 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 I was just saying the difference between uh, thinking the difference between terrible and and hard is some people might be happy, but Working hard, right, you know, on, right. in that situation. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, it's. I don't know. It's it's such an alien way of thinking that I often have these moments of doubt where I think, am am I the crazy one? Because th- your way of thinking is, to me, regardless of how you justify it, is so callous and so right. uncaring and, and so nasty that I just... I just don't know how they live with themselves. And that's taking into account I've made mistakes as well. But I would never do anything like that. I've made heaps of mistakes, but it's so fucking cruel. Right. Like, it just is cruel. and, And we should be, like, we should be awesome. Like I think this country should be awesome, Mate, that's, But like, it's that's just, the thing
0: about—it's like we're too scared to but be. But that's awesome. the thing
1: about Australian pride
0: that, like, we do live in a great country. I mean, I feel so grateful when I come back here, mm, like from all mm. over the world. It's such a beautiful country, man, and it's done love so many great things. Like you know, it is—it's fantastic, and the people here can be so like fantastic and beautiful mm. and wonderful. And we have such natural resources here, mm. and like, there's so much going for this country, and instead of celebrating that and even stepping up to that idea of being we can be world leaders we can engage on a level higher than us and we can you know be good world citizens and show the way and be a good example to the world instead we seem to have gone like with this more like well this is ours and you can't have it Mm. and now we're going to be meaner and meaner yeah and is that the society that we want to protect like i think we should have a think about that yeah like what sort of society we've actually become because it doesn't seem to be a society that wants to look after vulnerable people
1: Oh, it's embarrassing. That's what I find it to be. It's embarrassing. Uh, go, going over to India and performing uh, there, there was a, an Indian kid who got up who was very funny and he was doing some uh, jokes uh, comparing India and Australia and having cracks at both sides. He really nailed us a few times. They were very funny. But the one that was the most interesting was when he said, over in Australia, they have 94% employment. And I went... Oh, right. we do. Yeah. I've never heard it called that before. No. It's 6% unemployment. And I'm not saying people aren't doing it tough and some people are struggling, but that's 94% employment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is outrageous. Yeah. What a terrible way of looking at something. And the second. Like, you could still look at it properly and know that you have to fix it.
0: Well, it's like. Well, for example, Australia, I think, has the second highest or third highest minimum wage in the world, right? Right. Or maybe even the highest. Like, it's very high, anyway, compared to world standards. And so, lately, all you've heard is this idea of going, well, the problem is that Australia has the highest minimum wage in the world or the second highest minimum wage in the world. You know what that sentence should be? Australia has the second highest minimum wage in the world. Yeah. Look at this great country that we live in. Yeah. Here are some things that are great about this country. We believe that if you get sick... That we will be there for you. Yeah. We believe and we want you to buy into the idea that we're all working in this together. But if there is a period of time where you need some help, yeah. we will help you. Because we're all grateful that we have jobs. Because having a job is a cool thing. Yeah. So what we're saying is we'd not like to be in your situation. So we'll give you a little hand up when you're in that situation. Rather than like these people who look, oh wish I could you can just sit around on the dog. You don't actually wish that. No. Like, you know, when people say that, like, you know, it's like as if being on the doll is like some great thing. Yeah. I would broaden the doll. I would say that you do have to work for the doll, but I would broaden what the definition of work is in that situation. Right. I would give people the capacity to do work that is good for the community of their choice. You know what I mean? I don't mean like that. They would you have to go and work in some, you know, like you could draw up a project where it's like I'm going to go and uh, work in this local community garden, you know, three hours a day. Like every yeah. day when I'm not looking for what I really want to do, or I'm going to, like comedians would be able to claim, because I think, I always think like uh, doing comedy when you start out to be like an internship. Yeah. You're working all the time.
1: Oh, constantly. You're doing nothing
0: but unpaid work mm. all the time trying to you know get to a point where you can get paid doing what you're doing yeah so you'd have to demonstrate that you were doing that how many gigs you were doing or how much writing you were doing like you would have to make some but that they would have a bit more flexibility of what the definition of work is so you could improve yourself educate yourself or you know do some other sort of work or whatever in that time yeah i think that would encourage people to get the joy of work back and you know ease them into work in in an environment that you know help them pursue what they should be doing and all those sort of things yeah yeah And we believe in that. We believe in that and we believe in telling you that working and finding industries that we can all work in and be happy and we can be a successful country together.
1: Some people are unemployed because they don't quite know what they want to do yet and they might not be uh, quite articulate in knowing that about themselves and so you, you need to give them options them. and, and that's, them. How, that's how you help them find something. So how many times, you know, I know quite a few people who kind of lucked uh, into something and went, oh, I actually yeah, really this like, this. I like this. Yeah, and then just smoothed out in their life. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, so,
0: uh, yeah, minimum health care... Yeah, like uh, you know, I think that the the you know the minimum wage and the that safety net—they're things that we should be, we should be so proud of. And yeah, look, yeah, some of them are hard to pay for, and we should find ways to Do you that. know pay for them. Yeah, great. I'm yeah. I'm fine with all of that. Yeah, but we have got to decide what sort of country we actually want to be. We've just watched a country fight for healthcare. Yeah, I know it's amazing. Like it's like. It's like Well, we seem we- to be giving away the things that you know, every other country would ideally want if they got to start over. Yeah. I
1: don't know why we... This have- is the irony of Australia. As we have been able to, with technology, be able to communicate with every part of the world at any yeah. instance, we've become incredibly myopic. Oh, totally. And it's made us worse. Yeah. Like we were a better country
0: when... Yeah, I, I mean... Paul Keating. <laughs> I will back the Keating is. I oh, know, I still think that, that Keating winning over John Houston destroyed Australian politics. Not because of Keating necessarily, but because it meant that the way he if did if Houston had won in that way, yeah. we might be in a very different place where people could explain like that would be it's like in the AFL in the grand final. Um, if whatever the tactic is of the winning premiership team, oh, right. if the it's next flooding year, the everyone, team, everyone seems to adopt it. Yeah. And I genuinely believe at least until someone running a really negative campaign like you losers, know, yeah, losers yeah 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 but yeah. it was like
1: yeah look i'm not saying the man was perfect <laughs> no <laughs> but no he was
0: terrible too but yeah i mean it just gets worse and worse and i think we he was aiming high though we and the problem is with us i think is like consumers of politics and to, <sighs> i had this argument with a friend of mine the other night um we're well, not an argument we were just discussing but i was just talking about the idea of like you know the gossip culture and you know how magazines now like just like, you stand in the supermarket and you're like, they're just lying about things. Yeah. Like, the front page of this thing is just pe- lies
1: about human beings. Yeah.
0: And every fucking, you know, the Daily Mail and all these gossip mags and all these horrible bottom-feeding, you yeah. know, and news.
1: They, and they've just won by
0: sheer number. And they've won because yeah. we all just gave in and went, oh, well, this is what news is now. Remember yeah. newspapers, we were the generation that lost newspapers. That let journalism go. Yeah. The most important fucking job in history, almost, journalism. Yeah. Keeping the fucking bastards on us. The first thing that... the Like, if you were going to be a corporation or a person or a powerful, like, group of people and wanted to run something, the first thing you would do is completely corrupt and get rid of actual news and journalism.
1: Yeah. How do you think Rupert Murdoch will be viewed in, say, 100 years' time?
0: Uh... I mean, it's always hard to predict, isn't it? Because if Rupert Murdoch controls half the fucking media... That was what I was thinking. You know what I mean? Those who win the battles write the history. Yes. I hope that that's not the case. I hope that... I think he will be remembered as a man who helped ruin what we had. Yeah. I really do believe that. I believe that he... Uh has been a lot – the, the, his style of uh, journalism and what yeah. he, the poison that he put through journalism. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as certainly – and look, I hope that journalism is something that is so strong that it will find new ways to regrow and it will be a different model and it will be presented in
1: different ways.
0: But, yes. But, you know, that it will grow again because it's important to a society, right? But
1: if, if, if Murdoch is the virus that infected the internet, I feel like we are starting to see uh, in little pockets journalism fighting back.
0: Right. And even like ham fisted things like WikiLeaks and stuff like that, where mm. it's still we remember that you need to have places where, you know, we can reveal what is really going on. Yeah. Um but this this phase of it, mm. you know part of the reason it's dying and it's hurting him now as well though that's the thing because he does own media empires the fact that people have decided that you know that style of journalism is something that none of us need anymore is hurting him as much as it's hurting other people a bit now as well so he might be the master of his own demise in some you know yeah cruel irony
1: yeah yeah i know it's um it's the, the the fascinating aspect of it is what gets me through the bit that fills me full of despair <laughs> if i really concentrate on it it kind of makes it a little bit easier but if you kind of glance over it it's a little bit like oh that is just depressing me
0: <laughs> i just think he's one of those people and like you know maybe the world is built a little bit on these people but i think it's always the wrong people to follow he was just mm. a guy who cared about winning mm. like all, that's all he cared about like yeah. he loved the deal he loved being powerful yeah he cared about winning yeah, He never really believed in anything, you know. He no. just believed in winning.
1: Yeah, making decisions yeah. on the whim and bringing down governments. Yeah, and I think that people who
0: view life like that, then, I mean, I just feel like they're missing out on something, but also I think it's... They're terrible people who sometimes get to be in charge of things.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I was just discussing this the other day and this kind of ties in, which is, I think one of the... Also, things- by the way, if
0: it feels like this has got a bit melancholy, for a podcast that started about with a conversation about a funeral, uh, as we've been talking, the uh, the light has just gone down and now <laughs> we're basically sitting
1: here in the dark. Yeah, it's great. Having this
0: conversation.
1: Except I have uh, my water cooler behind you flashing at me like a like an IBM version of Hal. <laughs> 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 but uh, I was discussing with a friend like one of the worst traits to actually have is loyalty because loyalty is like the highest thing you can kind of uh, aspire for. The One of the highest traits you can aspire for. But what happens is when you express loyalty to people, if someone breaks that loyalty, the person who breaks it never feels any pain like they just keep moving on and then all you have left is you being able to say to yourself well at least i was loyal yeah (laughs) right and so you know while i think it is a good thing to have it is the the trait that no matter how high you aspire for for greatness with it it opens you more vulnerable to attack
0: you should do a parody version of lords
1: royals but about loyal about Hill. me your
0: message. You can do it at the end of your show
1: next year. <laughs> Maybe David Bowie had talked to me thinking I was the real Lord. Oh, I'm not sure about the beard. No, I was inspired by Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> Bowie's like transgender. I like it. Very Bowie. You know, I was talking to my hairdresser who is amazing. I love it. She's just brilliant. And uh, her and her girlfriend just bought a house and we, we were talking about gay culture and uh, and I was saying, you know, uh, you know, like Adam Richard has discussed that once upon a time the crazy things they used to do was making a statement but as things are getting more and more accepted it's changed the way gay culture is perceived and uh-huh. it's not as outrageous anymore. Anyway, she was telling me that that part of the culture has now really been embraced by uh, transgender and all of that aspect of it. Now, I find that quite fascinating that all that energy and all those ideas have just transplanted onto uh, you know, another section. Sure. Don't you think that's fascinating? I do find that fascinating. Yeah, the idea that these things, you just kind of, as a movement, just, you know, we'll, all right, we'll take all of that and really start to explore it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would like that we've grown up in an era where people be- have become a lot more comfortable. I mean, I've learned a lot even just doing this podcast and having right. conversations about transgender issues and, yeah. you know, it's become a lot more visible,
1: Yeah, I think. Well, it's not outrageous that we're discussing it and that is a good thing. Yeah, that is a good thing. You know, like that's a, like, that's a proper sign.
0: Is that your phone? Uh, that is my phone. Okay, is it someone important? Should I don't know. Up? I
1: don't recognize the number. Okay. How um. long have we been recording? Oh, yeah. In like an hour. We're done. We're oh, good. Okay. Yeah, like, well, I'm not going to get that because I don't recognize the number. Does anyone pick up to... Um... I don't even listen to my messages. No, I never leave messages.
0: I'll ring you back, if, but if yeah, you leave well, me a message, that's, that's I'm just message. not listening. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a message. I caught.
0: Yeah. Although yesterday, or on Saturday, Adam Richard and I were going to catch up uh, in Sydney. Mm. And uh, I'd just done a podcast with Hughes, you know, I was in the city and he sent me a message going, hey, you know, I've got the next, you know, whatever, many hours available. So, I showed him back a message going, perfect, i have just like, you know, I'm in the city, I can come and pick you up, take you back out to my place, you know. It yeah. worked out really well. And then I never heard back from him. Like, so, he sent me a message and I've responded within, I'm going to say like five minutes. Right. Right? So... That's normally when you respond. Like, if, if it had been ages since he sent the message that I sent it, you don't expect an immediate response. Yeah. But because he'd just sent it and then I sent it back, I'm like, okay. And then, like, half an hour passed and then I had to drive. So, I was in the city and I'm like, oh, I've waited half an hour. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, fuck it. I'll drive home. Like, you know. And then I heard nothing. And anyway, I had other shit to do that day. So, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Then I shot him a message the next morning because I'd heard from him. And I was like, hey, just... Are you getting my? Because I just thought I will send him a message just to see if he's getting, he got the message. I just better make sure. I don't want him yeah. to think that I heard nothing back. And then because that's what, this is what I'm like. Now suddenly I'm like, is he mad at me? Yeah,
1: yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gap is filled by the incredible. But because even like,
0: I mean, how did he get mad at me? In between him sending him a message saying we should do this thing. I yeah. Mean, like five. Like but anyway, for whatever reason he hasn't been getting my messages. So luckily I kept them so I could screenshot them and send right. him to prove that I wasn't lying so I don't know what's going on with that
1: right everyone so, else so seems there's the, everyone else seems to be getting my messages but right. Alan's not getting my messages I wonder who he's with he could be with uh, I, I reckon he might be with someone who's not great yeah right yeah like you a, in, a in romantic life right? no 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 <laughs> I, would, uh, he, I don't know who that is. Uh, I, I'm hoping for his sake it's Barry Hall because I yeah. know he's a big fan. Oh, my God. He does love Barry Hall. Yeah. I reckon he, I, I said to him he loves Barry Hall because that's what he'd look like if he was a footballer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With glasses.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't would it be amazing <laughs> if Barry Hall came out and announced that he was coming out because
1: he loved Adam Richard? Oh, my God. Well, Adam would be happy. He'd be wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny i once had i was hanging out with um With. Did you,
0: did you uh see who barry hall's going out with no tell me that new guy from Spix and specs oh my god what the one in the middle yeah,
1: yeah you would have thought josh L. but the thing is, <laughs> it's a compliment to everyone but here's the thing <laughs> I was once hanging out with Adam and uh, Scotty Brennan and a, a couple of other the gay lads and they were all talking about guys and their tastes in men were really butch and masculine and I was quite taken aback and then I realized because I'd projected oh who I would date if it was a oh, uh, I was yeah, a guy yeah. and they were nothing like that right that's the equivalent of <laughs> well, what, most of my guys it's, look pretty much like girls right it's well
0: that's the equivalent <laughs> of when girls get mad at guys for the girls that guys are like attracted to or at least like you know out, out you know when guys like look at an attractive specimen or talk about someone in that fashion Yeah. they're probably not like you know they when they're like cooing over
1: somebody yeah uh,
0: cooing over somebody yeah like, well,
1: who am i no it's good that you've come straight from 1953 <laughs> <laughs> I've come straight from a coup <laughs> I uh I,
0: when but you know what I mean like and girls will get mad because the girls that girls think the guys should be into, uh, like, girl, you know.
1: Yeah, they, anyway. yeah, yeah. Oh, so you have to be into that tall, leggy yeah. blonde with the massive breasts and the amazing hair. Why can't you be into that bookworm over there yeah. who's uh, wearing a cardigan? And you're like, well, I, oh, I am. Actually, I am. I'm, I'm into am. her. I'm really into actually, her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To
0: be honest, actually, I was just joining in the conversation, but yeah, I'm totally into her. <laughs> You've made a does really good point. Does she work at Veggie <laughs> Bar <laughs> oh Or does she
1: like going there? <laughs> Either <laughs> of those is a good answer. <laughs> When I say the words veggie bar, what do you say? Oh, I love it there. Sh- yeah. wing. <laughs> brought back A bit of Wayne's World there for you. <laughs> uh, at Justin Hamilton underscore,
0: people can find you on Twitter. Yes. Uh, JustinHamilton.com.au if they want to read your blogs yes. uh, that you do about every gig that you do. It's yep. very interesting. Uh, they can listen to your podcast, Can You Take This Photo, Please? I was recently on that podcast. You were? As part of a double header that we did with the uh, another. Fofob, podcast. It was a crossover. Yep so that was exciting it's like
1: the DC Marvel team
0: up uh, if you like uh, any of these podcasts what I always ask you to do is uh, rate it on iTunes or whatever other uh, place you listen to it it's always good if you could rate it and you know if you have a friend who you think would enjoy the podcast mm. then pass it on we always like the more the merrier so um, you know no, but not someone who won't like it. Don't tell them.
1: No, don't tell them.
0: It's a secret club. So, I only tell people that, like, you know, like, you think will enjoy it. Like, it's our club. And if you're yeah. new, you're in it as well. I don't need extra people if they're not good people. No. I love you guys. And I'm happy with this many people. Yes. This is heaps. I can keep doing this podcast. Like, it's worth my while to do it with how many people listen now. Right. So, let's not invite any dickheads in. Yes. But if you've got another friend who you're like, you know what? Like, I mean, this would be cool if it was like, you know double but they will
1: still all cool yeah then that's fine well they're in and that's if this policy. is your first time listening thank you yeah thanks for coming in yeah you're part of the gang now yeah exactly yeah yeah but don't bring a dickhead in don't bring a dickhead no because i don't like dickheads uh, but who needs them who needs them but free they, podcast, we mean, have enough guys. in the
0: real world you don't need Mate, any this, this is podcast. our dickhead free space It feels comfortable. It's it's the safest place on the earth. We're we're like the Sydney Swans. We've got a no dickheads policy. (laughs) None whatsoever. Uh, You can find me on Twitter, Will underscore Anderson. It's Will with one L. Um, That's normally where I plug most of my um, US dates, and that's where I'll be. Uh, So I'm in the US doing set lists and a bunch of other shows. I'm coming to Dallas, to Cleveland. Uh, I'm hoping to go to Edinburgh for a week um i am definitely doing some shows at the soho theater later in the year i've got some perth dates i don't know like there's heaps of stuff but right now i'm not thinking about that so i'll just plug them all on facebook and twitter and all those sort of things so find me there and uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is it's really dark now so i'm just like rambling in the dark <laughs> i don't is even you- know if you're still here <laughs> i left ages ago <laughs>